What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today is Friday. It is July 7th, 2023. 7723. My name's Jeremy. This is my first cup. Hey, my shirt, my cup mouse. That was unintentional. First off, right off the bat, I'm going to let you know, I don't know how good this internet connection is going to be. I'm not even using the Wi-Fi here. Why? Because it's terrible. It is the worst Wi-Fi of anything that you could imagine in 2023. This is the, the places, the staff here are very kind. The place is clean. Uh, but apparently when you rent a hotel room for 60 something dollars a night, uh, you have to give some things up and a good internet connection is seemingly one of them. I wanna say good morning to Frank, Stacy, Jenny, and all the rest of you out there. Whether you are watching, you know the drill live later or listening. I am here in Knoxville, Tennessee. I leave shortly after this show. We'll be packing up and heading on to Asheville, North Carolina to visit some of my clients and work with them on some things. And then I will be headed home tomorrow. I am looking forward to heading home. I miss home. I miss my bed. I miss not hearing a freeway. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's constant. I was having a conversation with Frank yesterday and we were talking, good morning, Dennis. We were having a conversation yesterday and I was telling him that, you know, the, the ring that I wear, the aura ring with all the tracking, um, 
has been proving out that I am not getting good sleep while I am here. Uh, that basically I have fallen asleep, but it's very low quality sleep. Uh, good morning to you, Lilith. And Dennis says, Knoxville is a great town. I've enjoyed my time here. Uh, but I, I, I think it's a nice place to visit. I don't think it's a place that I'm going to want to remain for any length of time. I will say it is the most convenient city I have ever found in my life. I can get from where I am here to nearly anywhere in 15 to 20 minutes, anything, anything in the world. If I want to go to the university, it's probably 20 minutes. Uh, every restaurant I've gone to, somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Uh, Costco, on the other side of town, might be a little more, might be closer to 25 minutes, but still, it's all, everything is right here, and it's it's kind of cool. Uh, when What have I done since I've been here? Went hiking in the Smoky Mountains, which was nice. Uh, I have watched movies and relaxed. I've kept up on my my work, had a number of meetings with members of the Whistlekick team, um, ate some wonderful food, had sushi, excuse me, sushi last night that was uh, far better than one would imagine sushi in a strip mall would be. But the ratings were good, so I gave it a whirl. And they, were, they weren't lying. Uh, I've drank a lot of coffee this is even decaf i'm down to decaf because i'm sleeping so well but my or poorly but my and my nervous system is fried i don't i don't need coffee but i drink coffee so uh hmm. here's something here's something i'll show you uh so as most of you know the idea of traveling and remaining healthy is something that's important to me now, when I packed up before I left, I had, good morning, Kelly. I had a lot of prepped food left in my fridge. And I said, you know, I'm not gonna just let this sit here for a week and I'm not gonna throw it out. I'll bring it with me. Now I have two, I have a way of cooking while I drive. It's a, a 12 volt oven of plugs in, the, in the, the socket, the cigarette lighter. Good morning, Liz. Not that we call it the cigarette lighter anymore, but it's still what it is to me. Not because I smoke, but because that's right. Most of you, that's what we still call it. It's the cigarette lighter because that's what it was originally intended for. Good morning, Tommy. But it's this little 12 volt oven that they're generally sold to uh, truckers. And so I can throw some food in there and drive for, you know, 30, 45 minutes and it cooks and it actually makes really good food. So I did that a couple times on the way down. And I got here and I said, you know, I've been wanting to get one of these for a long time. Just a plug-in burner. It was what, 30 bucks. So there you go. So I've been cooking, breakfast has been, what do you think it is? Those of you who have been through, been through 12 months to health. Coffee with lots of heavy cream. Lunch has been something on that burner. And about half my dinners have also been that, but the other half I've gone out. And I've spent very little money on food and feel good. You know, what's wrong with that, right? 
laughter and he says, that is definitely the cigarette lighter. My kids get confused when I say that. So I tell them that thing you charge your phone in. Yeah. Uh, now that the modern language for it, uh, 12 volt socket or, uh, Ooh, hard. What else? Um, the, the, the power receptacle. I've seen a few things, a few weird, weird ways of calling it. But the coffee is decent. Although I guess if you put heavy cream in enough, put enough heavy cream in any coffee, it's decent. Uh, I let's see what else can I tell you about down here. Everyone has been very nice, very very nice. Southern hospitality is a real thing. Um, I am the only New England license plate I've seen since getting here. Um. Oh, here's one you may find interesting. So it's July. It is their hottest month. And it's also supposed to be brutally humid. The humidity we have at home is worse. I don't know what everybody's talking about. The humidity here is not a big deal. I'm outside. It's 88, 90 degrees, 92 degrees. And I'm going, eh. I, I'll be honest, I will take what I've experienced here from 85 to 90 degrees than the 80 degrees that we get in Vermont any day of the week. Stacy says, we've got the brutally humid here. Yeah. I, I Now, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just here at some weird time and it just happens to not be that humid. I don't know. But nobody, nobody has been telling me, oh, well, you know, we're having un, unseasonably non-humid weather. I, I don't know. Ex exactly. Stacy says 95% humidity at 92 degrees yesterday. I'm a thousand miles south and it's better. This doesn't make sense. I love Vermont, but come on. <laughs> uh, it was... The, the closest thing I could do to get real humidity was when I went hiking. When I, when I went hiking in the mountains, like that was humid. But I was also in the forest and I was hiking. So uh, what else can I tell you about this trip? Ran into a guy who does Ishinru karate at the gas station. He was wearing a t-shirt. I said, sir, do you train? And, uh, and he said, I'm a ninth degree. And I was like, okay, well, we're not going to be best friends. <laughs> uh, he claimed, you know, he started asking me some questions and claimed to know some people, you know, in my lineage. And so that was kind of interesting. Uh, I have not done any training with anyone here. I looked around before making the trip because I thought about going to some classes. And uh, based on my very, admittedly, very limited research, I did not find any schools that were doing anything that I wanted to participate in. We'll just we'll just leave it that. So, uh, ye yesterday, um, yesterday I drove around drove around the northeastern part of the state. If any of you are race fans, I was up near Bristol Speedway. 
Johnson City, Kingsport, that area. And so here, here's what I've come to believe about the South. Now, I'm not going to judge all of the South by what I'm about to say, but I am definitely going to judge Eastern Tennessee by what I am about to say. Uh, first off, they love their chain restaurants. There is a Papa John's in seemingly every plaza. Uh, as one might expect, there's a Waffle House everywhere. And then your, your standard, you know, McDonald's, Burger King. But you know what I see way more of? even proportionally to most of the restaurants down here, and I don't get it, Arby's. There's an Arby's all over the place. I stopped in, I was driving through this little town yesterday called Morristown, Morristown, Tennessee, about 30,000 people. So smaller than Burlington, smaller than well, just about any town that we have in Vermont. Two Arby's, two Arby's in this town of 30,000 people, at least two, I saw two. I don't know. Now, I will admit, when I was a kid, and I still ate beef, I loved Arby's. It was delicious, I'm not gonna lie. But holy cow, that's a lot of Arby's. And so in the, the areas around here, in Knoxville proper that I'm driving around, I, I can't even tell you how many of them I've seen. A dozen? They're everywhere. They're absolutely everywhere. So, yeah. Uh, what else have I noticed here? Mm. I heard one car horn. It was honked at me because the person driving wanted to go significantly faster than I anticipated them to be driving in given the speed limit in that area. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, you know, just everybody just kind of moves at their own pace, which I, I can, I can appreciate. Jenny says, before I had food issues, I would eat Arby's weekly. So good. Maybe that's why you have food issues. <laughs> it's Arby's. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was good. It was, it tasted good. There was no way that food was good for you. Kelly says, I used to love Arby's when in Burlington it was a nice treat when at UVM and lunch with dad. Totally. And Kelly says, Smoky Mountains are beautiful. Absolutely. I, I have to say that Vermont is one of the most beautiful places I've ever, I've ever been. It truly is. But it's also gorgeous down here. It really is. Um, you know, you just, yeah, I, I, every, every place, well, nearly every place has its own beauty. But if you are someone who, who likes mountains, you know, where I am, I'm, I'm near the Smoky Mountains. I'm not far from the Appalachian, sorry, Appalachians, depending on who you're asking and how you pronounce that. Um, Now, the one thing I'm going to tell you is that I'm, I'm working off my phone here. I did load up the computer. I did get logged in and or tried to get logged in. And StreamYard went, uh, having trouble connecting. Please check your internet connection. And that's with like a full signal. And it's it was 6.30 in the morning and nobody else was awake using the Wi-Fi. So that tells you what we've got going on. So I wasn't about to use that. So that's why we're on the phone. And I'm not using Wi-Fi at all. 
Um, I'm pretty sure I already, my, my cell plan doesn't have the cap, but I'm pretty sure I reached uh, the, the cap like yesterday and it's been four days. So, um, Tommy says Arby's, yep, yum, good chicken sandwich and potato wedges. Jenny says also never eat the onion roll at Arby's, why not? Um, Stacy says making me hungry and I can't eat for another half hour. Liz says, I feel like I've missed out. I've never eaten at Arby's. Here's what you do. You go to the grocery store. And you go to the deli. You say, hey, you have roast beef? And they say, yeah, we have roast beef. And you say, okay. What are all the different kinds of roast beef you have? And they'll tell you. And you say, no. I want the cheapest roast beef you have. What is the lowest quality roast beef that you have? And they'll say, oh, we've got this. You say, okay. I want you to cut off the ends of that. And then I want you to put it on the greasiest hamburger bun that you can imagine. Deep fry it, basically. And then when you're done, I want you to mix ketchup and barbecue sauce together because that's what Arby's special sauce is, for those of you who didn't know. And then I'm gonna eat it. That's your Arby's experience. Good morning, Mark. Now, because we're on the phone, I'm not going to be able to show you the things that Frank sent over. We do have quotes and we do have jokes, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch into the jokes now. Thank you, Frank, for doing this, for doing all that you do. Oh, pardon me. Thank you to Josh for our theme song and to Denise for the audio. <laughs> it says, okay, I'm good. That doesn't sound good at all. Um, it's, it's good in a terrible way. It's it's one of those it's one of those things. Uh, coffee. All right. So the jokes. The jokes for Fun Day Friday. Today is Chocolate Day. What kind of candy bar does an employee crave before the weekend? A payday. Why did the donut visit the dentist? He needed a chocolate filling. I heard a joke about chocolate bars and it wasn't that funny, so I just snickered. Which chocolate is in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Babe Ruth. What do you call stolen cocoa? Hot chocolate. If Bob has 30 chocolate bars and eats 25, what does he have? Diabetes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Candy boy. Candy boy who? Candy boy have another piece of chocolate. Ooh, ooh, going like Jamaican. I, I may need to switch to regular coffee for the next cup. Did you hear about the love affair between Mr. Goodbar and Peppermint Patty? They had a babe Ruth. 
why did the Eminem go to college? Because he wanted to be a smarty. What does it do before it rains candy? It sprinkles. And our last one here. Why did the chocolate bar go to the dentist? He had a chip in his tooth. Good stuff. As always, thank you to you, Frank. And our three, we have three quotes today from three different people. And well, there's, a, there's a general theme going on in here. You'll see it as we get through it. How, how many of you really love chocolate? I am not someone that really loves chocolate. I don't have a candy bar very often. I will say if I have a weakness, a candy weakness, which I really don't, it's peanut M&Ms. Not regular M&Ms, but peanut M&Ms. Something about the contrast between the peanut and the chocolate I really enjoy. So, yeah. Um, all right. So here we are. I'm going to start. I'm going to give you this quote from John Lovett. A day of worry is more exhausting than a week of work. A day of worry is more exhausting than a week of work. I think we all worry, don't we? It's something I'm working on, something I'm working on quite a bit. Worry or anxiety or I'm sure we can come up with other other words. I thought I was going to have more than that. Stress, I guess, but there are different kinds of stress. It's unproductive. We know it's unproductive, but we do it anyway. We know there's no sense in worrying. Worrying has a place for about, you know, five minutes. It helps you know what's important. It helps you check in if you're prepared. And that's about it. Once you've reached that point, there's no point. Yeah, of course. Easier said than done, right? Like we, we know that. We know that it's a lot easier to say, just don't worry than it is to not work. But it's something that I think as society, we need to get better at. You know, being here has reminded me the gross overstimulation of the nervous system that most of us experience day to day. You know, I, I know where I live. I know how quiet it is. I know that I keep my room dark. I know all of these things. And I know that even I don't sleep as well as I would like to. What about most people? What about most people who don't have a way of tracking their sleep? Hmm. How good are we doing? We're perpetually set up for worry, for nervous system overstimulation. And it makes worrying that much more uh, uh, challenging to the body. Kelly says worrying can be such a roadblock. There are people who avoid taking action because the idea of the action creates so much worry, even if they can objectively, intellectually say, yes, this is a thing that would be better for me to do, but it's going to create so much worry, I'm not going to do it. Mm. 
try not to worry, right? That's as far as we're going to get. Where does worrying show up in, in martial arts? Uh, for most people, it seems to be with testing. As they look at a rank exam, promotion, whatever you call it in your school, there's usually a bunch of worries they prepare. Or maybe competition. You worry over that. Worrying can be healthy. It shows us what's important. But when it becomes something that steals focus from important things, that's when it's problematic. Tommy says, worrying is like paying interest on something you might never own. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. And good morning to Riono. Next. I like friends who have independent minds because they tend to make you see problems from all angles. Nelson Mandela. I like that too. Unfortunately, we live in a, a, a weird time where uh, people are punished for having different perspectives. I'm not going to say anything more on that subject. It's one of my favorite things to do is to ask people why. Well, why do you think that? Not because I disagree, but because I want to know how you reach that conclusion. If, if you and I reach a different conclusion on the same subject, you've thought about it differently. And I want to know what your thought process was, because what if there's something I'm missing? I'm not simply going to accept your opinion, uh, your idea, your perspective as better than mine, unless we have a conversation about it. But unfortunately, most people don't want to have those conversations. I do. I love having those conversations. In fact, if you go back to, what was it, Wednesday, Tuesday, there was a conversation happening on my personal Facebook page where somebody stepped in and they really didn't quite understand. And they were, they were a little rude, but I engaged. And the next day, they sent some of their friends after me and their friends probably did not read the whole thing. They didn't know me. And guess what? By the end, they found that they actually were in agreement. Oh yeah. We're on the same page. Hmm. It's kind of the equivalent of, uh, you know, sending, I don't know, sending security dogs after someone. Um, they end up becoming friends and the person pets the dogs, right? Like it's like whatever. Mm. People in the chat are discussing vomiting at testing. Mm -hmm. All right, what's our last one here? Our last quote today. You cannot find yourself by going into the past. You can find yourself by coming into the present. You cannot find yourself by going into the past. You can find yourself by coming into the present. What is the purpose of the past? Why does it exist? It's education, it's lessons. It gives us reference points, it's data. It is nothing more than data. 
what do we do with data? We process it. I was having a discussion with someone yesterday, the difference between intelligence and knowledge. Knowledge or wisdom, it's stuff that we know, stuff that we have figured out via our intelligence. Intelligence is the ability to process information. A computer is really good at processing information. It can do it very quickly. Someone who is smarter than someone else can process information more efficiently or in different ways. The only value to the past is data, is to process that information. And if you do not process that information, if you don't learn from those lessons, then the past is wasted. But it's also a, I guess, a time capsule, right? If you look back where you were five years ago, you're not that same person. You've changed, hopefully quite a bit. Hopefully you've changed a lot in five years. Hopefully you've grown because you've got that old information to learn from, to grow from, to improve from. But not everyone does that, do they? Not everyone learns their lessons. And then they don't find themselves. I would say most people don't ever find themselves. They find versions of themselves. They find old versions of themselves. There's a lot that we can do. We have to allow it to happen. Don't be afraid of the hard work and don't be afraid of the results. What if you were everything you ever wanted? What if you were the person you wanted to become? What if you were the person that the people who love you believe you to be? The only thing in the way is you. The only thing that changes it is your unwillingness, your worry, your barriers. Let go of them. They don't, they don't serve you. There's no benefit. Hmm. All righty. Thanks for being here. Thanks for going through these quotes with me, Frank. Frank, thank you for sending them over. I appreciate it. Still talking about, uh, we're talking about vomiting at rank testing and buckets. <laughs> for those of you who might come in in other platforms, Facebook chat is where most of the activity is. And you can find First Cup of Jeremy on Facebook. Stacy, thank you. She says, travel safely home. I absolutely will. I'm looking forward to being in my own bed. From what I understand, it's still raining all the time. So, yay. Good job, Vermont. Uh, I'm about a month behind on, on uh, grass trimming, so that'll be a good time. If you want to support Whistlekick, you know what to do, don't you? You can join the Patreon. 
you can buy something using code firstcup15 at whistlekick.com. And the family page is still up. I have to, you know what, I'm going to change this right now. Because the family page does exist, but we're doing things differently with it now. So these are these are the two things. Oh, can't. Nope, nope, nope. The phone platform is not the easiest to work with here. Save. There we go. And then that one. There. I appreciate you being here. I've been looking forward to talking to everybody this week. And I'll talk to you next week. We do the show every Friday. And I hope you're well. Take care, everybody. You be well. Peace.